know, I, I'm like many of us, I think, just sort of super interested in how, you know, Web3 is basically, you know, the future and um, how I think, you know, every piece of innovation is, is definitely going, going that way. And so I thought about, you know, what is the best way for me to learn and what is the best way for me to bring my community to learn at the same time about the potential of Web3. And, and so, you know, the starting point was just probably better to start a currency um, than it is to just you know, buy into to other projects because I'm going to learn more. And so that's really sort of the, the, initial, the initial starting point. And then, you know, crossed with that, um, the work I've been doing with Opal has really been about helping people change their behavior um, for more positive behaviors, um, specifically around screen time, but mm -hmm. generally speaking, um, you know, it's very connected to health, right? It's about like, how do you change your habits for the better in a world where we have so many, um, distractions and so many you know, reasons not to take the most healthy decision. And so, you know, I think that crypto is just an incredible way to reward behavior and reward people in a right. way that impossible before um and so you know i became really interested in thinking about like how do we um how do we reward people for positive uh you know health behavior like if you're gonna just generally speaking right like if you <clears throat> if you run every day um should you be rewarded for that with 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 some some currency if you, you decide to um take a break from your phone every day should you be uh, should you be rewarded in some way and you know apps like ours like opal but also many other um health apps you can think of you know strava for running you can think of calm for meditation and many many others they've been interested in um <clears throat> they've been basically building mechanisms to reward people like point systems and you know giving you stats in the app um but there's still not, um, you know, a, a sort of major project that rewards people with actual currency, with an actual uh, actual coin. So anyway, that's sort of the general introduction, and that's really right. you know, behind the, the the Kenneth coin is I want to I'm building a social token, so that's sort of linked to me as a as an entrepreneur and as a person. But I want to use that coin to experiment uh, with ways to reward people for positive um, health behaviors. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that we have in common is when I was building out early in the days, Alex was Alex was the person that inspired me to build CoinWise because of his personal token. And I think that was one of the early experiments where we could see of how like he incentivized people to like commit to his future vision for his career and then move to San Francisco and go about building Showtime. But one of the core like uses of the token is, is to reinforce positive behavior. And I've, so a, a quick background here, Opal is, is, is an app that you can download uh, almost like Headspace where it helps you uh, limit your screen time. And I've been using it for about a few months now. And my screen time has gone, it was about around three hours. It is now at one and a half hours. Um, so almost down by quite a bit, still, still a lot, but I'm still trying to like work on it and bring it down to around 30 minutes or around that number. But it's really interesting to see this intersection between health and, and crypto, especially now that you can now program incentives, uh, 
into into existing behaviors and see how that could play out. And and I feel like since that is the vision, maybe you can talk a little bit more about what is the token right now? What are some of the goals that you see it playing in the short term? And what are some of the goals more long term, maybe six months or even a few years down the line of how health and crypto could evolve together? And there could really be this intersection of these communities that sort of uh, we talked about it separately, but but sort of uh, help each other to get their goals faster. Uh, so yeah, how do you see this evolving? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thanks and thanks for sharing the story. Um, so just maybe I'll talk about the long term first, and then sure, and then immediate term. So you know, long term, I think every every app or piece of software that that is about helping you change your behavior helping you improve your behavior should reward you with with a token i think it's it's an extraordinary way to um um to help people change behavior right like what if instead of having points when you you know when you um when you run on strava when you do meditation on calm when you uh you know fill out your journal on um on an app what if you got actual currency from that that had value you know i think it would be a really powerful way for people to adopt positive behavior and you know you can think about um you know long term a lot of ways in which um you know people would be incentivized to actually buy into that right like you know if you think of if you think of you know just even like governments right they're you know trying to make people healthy and make sure that um you know their their population uh, stays and remains uh, healthy as long as possible right what if they would um what if they would help like assign value to a coin like this um but also you know health insurance companies and men and many others could help and then you know people in the community who want to make sure that you know health has a value could also you know become lps in, in a currency like that so long term you know i think you know the the coin uh, or a coin like that you know should be used to reward every person that um has a positive health behavior um so mm -hmm. that's really, really the vision and so you know of course it's a it's a small experiment right now and you know pretty small scale and so short right. term um what i want to do is i just want to run a, a bunch of experiments around that and seeing like what works best and you know the first experiment is going to be around um what i do in, in, in uh with my days mostly which is with football basically screen screen health like i think screen health is very important is definitely very important for uh for mental health and also physical health making sure we uh, we take breaks making sure we don't spend um you know too much time in front of screens and so right. we run some um some competitions in uh in the coming weeks uh on twitter we're basically um we're gonna we're gonna compete to for time off screen and um and uh give tokens to people who uh who win these competitions so i have a bunch of ideas around uh around that um and you know sort of after that i want to encourage other friends that have um you know other health and fitness apps uh, to do the same so mm -hmm. i actually have a few um already that are you know very interested um in 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 the fitness space um and in in the mental health space as well and so i think you know if we can prove one or two good use cases and that people you know get really excited and start to to compete for a um positive health behavior and really enjoy 
um, receiving receiving tokens for that, I think we can build something really significant with you know many many different apps um, and uh, and websites um, and programs around the world. Yeah, I I totally agree. Like especially now, uh, because a lot of my job, a lot of uh, people that are working in DAOs or or just on the internet, a lot of our jobs is basically to sit in front of a screen, right? Like I started coding, and and ever since in college, I spent a lot of my time, like maybe six to eight hours every day, on on my laptop, and and it's important to sometimes maybe take a step back and. Uh, sort of think about the consequences because I've been reading, I've been doing a bit of research even before starting CoinWise, I was working on a mental health startup and uh, blue light or just staying in front of screens can can just have a lot of negative uh, impact on just your overall health, how you feel, anxiety, your breathing patterns. There's there's a lot of things that are uh, that are to be considered. But, but talking more about uh, some of the short-term experiments that you mentioned, what does that look like for somebody that's interested? And and if it starts with something like, um, let's say we're aiming to reduce the screen time of people that are using Opal, how do people participate? And and what are some of the metrics that we go after to achieve uh, like these weekly goals? And what are some of the benefits of, of manifesting those habits? Because there's I know there's this notion that to build long-term habits, you need to develop these feedback loops. And I believe that what we're trying to like achieve from these goals is, is to create these positive feedback loops that we stick on to rather than doing a one-off thing, almost like instead of working out over a period of three months and, and getting healthy, you develop a habit and work out every day so that uh, you're more consistent. So how do you see those feedback loops building over time? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, a way of getting involved, I think the simplest right now would be to uh, to maybe follow me on Twitter and I will announce um, you know, the upcoming challenges uh, there quite soon. But um, the way it would work concretely is essentially with the Opal app currently when you download the app, um, we give you a bunch of metrics. Mm -hmm. um, one of the metrics we give you is um, just your overall screen time. <clears throat> and you can set a goal and say, uh, and by the way, we, the way we measure screen time is slightly different from the way like Apple or Google measure screen time because we focus on um, the time you spend on uh, on apps that are that are most distracting. So you know we have uh, you know Instagram, Twitter, actually Discord is part of them as well, and and Slack and all these apps. Right. And and we basically add up that time and give you stats on how how much time you spend on it every every day. So that's one. Um, that's one way. Another metric, which I think is interesting, is just, you know, I think in in today's world, it becomes just increasingly hard to have um, deep focus time, you know, a set, set amount of time where you're just not distracted and you can do, you know, deep work and you can, you know, really, really focus and, and, and create. And, you know, for a lot of people, I think maybe in this chat and, you know, people in the crypto community and people just like entrepreneurs and, and developers in general, it's so important to be able to have deep work, deep focus time. It's the right. time where you're creative. It's the time where you're most able to able to, to produce. And so one of the metrics that I think um, we can use also is just literally, you know, time um, time off screen by off screen. I mean, off, off your phone essentially. So, you know, you can actually do other things like work or you can do other things like the outside and we can measure, um, through the app, literally we're going to block, uh, basically 
all internet on your phone, for example, for one hour, two hour, three hours, or or specific um, specific apps. And so I'm thinking that the, the first competition is, is probably going to be like time off screen competition, and right. try to see, uh, try to see if um, if we can get um, if we can get people to stay, for example, an entire day, you know, an entire 24 hours without um, without checking their phone. And then the way the proof of um, of that would be at the at the beginning it's going to be a screenshot uh from the um from the opal app where you know it's connected to an account so it's not you know like a a, a proof that will be you know inscribed in the blockchain right right away it will just be like right. a screen you post on twitter um but it's going to be a start and then you know we're gonna we're gonna you know give tokens away to people who reach uh, the goals um of uh, of 24 hours without uh, without time uh, without spending time on their phone that's that's yeah that's amazing um i really like that because uh, i think there's some component that's necessary where if you enforce this via screenshots maybe that's much more verifiable than just directly on the blockchain uh just as a metric that you can now use opal app um as a way to see who's who's tracking uh their screen time who's uh making some progress over week so that's great um yeah. Over time, uh, I know you mentioned uh, ideas around maintaining a leaderboard. Let's say people participate over the next few weeks. Uh, I, I participate and, you know, there's people that are actively manifesting these positive habits and they're, they're making uh, substantial progress. How do you see this sort of leaderboard evolving over time and what are some ways that we, we uh, create incentives that continue to have these people like follow these habits rather than just doing maybe short-term experiments. Sure. Yeah. So I, one thing I want to say here is like we've been <clears throat> so we've been at this for, for over a year in, in this um, right build building this app and we've actually internally as a team like we've discussed a lot about um, you know competition and how like when to you know allow people to compete or not because on the other hand we're very conscious about the fact that like we don't want we don't want to make people feel bad and we know sometimes you know competition can make people feel bad so we, we're trying to you know reach that that um balance between incentivizing people because we know competition is really great and you know way to incentivize people um and uh, and then not making them feel bad so we've um we've experimented with a bunch of things but we haven't yet found exactly the right way to build something like a leaderboard but i think that um that uh, so so you know technically we can we can build it an app like pretty easily now, um, and it's just about finding the right metric. So I'm hoping that like these Twitter competitions with uh, with coins that you that you get um, will will help us also you know get feedback from people about like what, is that the right metric? Is that does that work? I think time off screen is probably the best uh, metric to right. start, where you know literally you you just you just try to, to beat your own. You know, score and you know try to do like an hour without uh, without checking your phone and then maybe two and then maybe three and we yeah. can actually measure that quite well. Um, nice and um, and then like allowing people to uh, to to compare their scores um, on on that metric. It's really like how how we're thinking about it now, but also open to to feedback about, about that because uh, we're still experimenting with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like this this idea that you can now sort of just compare your scores. But but you made an interesting point that if I was about if I was to put a screenshot, I wouldn't want maybe to like just be it public or or maybe even like 
see other people because that would kind of maybe embarrass me that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing too bad or too uh, or just people around me are, are maybe much more like at a different level than than I, I hoped it was going to be and it, it could it could just like maybe feel like oh I have a long way to go almost like when you go to a gym and you see these people that are extremely fit it just yeah. somehow like it makes you feel like oh I have a long way to go instead yeah. if it was something if you find a balance where it was something like hey everyone has their own journey and as long as you make progress in that journey you're doing well and maybe that's a good way to track success um, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. No, totally. I think, I think you're right. Like for sure, we you know you, you have to start somewhere, um, and um, yeah, beating your own score is, is interesting. But you know, there's also so uh, the reason why I think I think that's super interesting is obviously <clears throat> one of the reasons why phones and, and just generally like digital distractions are so addictive is that it's um, it's generally it's it's part of that category of things that just releases dopamine, um, right? You know like many other things that we have in our environment and um and one of the things that research shows around dopamine addiction and how you can actually not dopamine addiction but dopamine release addiction and how you can and how you can change is um is that you gradually essentially teach your body and and, you know teach your mind to to live without it and it's usually a cool thing right like you, you you try for a short period of time, and then you make it a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Um, there's actually a really interesting post um, that I that I reshared on Twitter last night um, from um, from uh, Andrew uh, Wilkinson, who's a designer and, and right. founder of a great design studio. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, like pretty, you know, shared pretty openly his journey um, around um, you know phone addiction and. Right. It's quite interesting, like if, if, you know, just to say that this is something that everyone, uh, you know, experiences and yeah. there's also, I think there is a little bit of shame, like you're saying, and you don't necessarily want to be public about it, but for sure, you know, everyone is, uh, like literally, you know, billions of people in the world have this issue and there's just a small number of people that are conscious about it and, you know, it's increasing every day. Um, but what we're trying to do is we're trying to make it okay for people to um, to accept it, to own it, and then to uh, to make some change. Right, and uh, it's interesting because if you look at just uh, these like really short dopamine dopamine releases, a lot of apps and a lot of product management teams at these these companies really target towards these metrics. That how do we how do we sort of create these habits where there's a short dopamine release and you're almost stuck in that loop where getting out of that loop is is difficult because you can't just go ham and 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 assume that your your brain chemistry or just uh, your, you'll adapt to those changes. Maybe you need to do uh, like some amount of work or it's a gradual process where you just decrease the amount of connection that you have with the thing that's causing that dopamine release and then over time your brain could adapt to that new change and those receptors can almost reset um right absolutely yeah definitely that that's that's a really good way of describing um how it works and so you know if you that's why like you know i really like the idea of small steps and you know right just being able to you know do an hour without um checking whatever it is that 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 you check most often um, could be already a great first step and then like a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, so, 
yeah, I think hopefully we can uh, we can encourage people to um, to take that first step and then yeah to essentially increase the the, the step. Um, yeah, one interesting thing that I've seen is is especially when you when you look at your phones. One of the things that with open that I that I was really fascinated by when I was using it is this like uh, time when about you're about to go to bed and then there's this time where it, it almost shuts off for, for like an hour or two where I can almost like stay away from my phone uh, before I go to bed. And that was especially like helpful to me because um, I'm in India and a lot of my meetings are, you know, people that are in the US or in Europe, which is why a lot of my meetings are at night. And I, I used to really find uh, find it difficult to maybe sleep right away just because I used to be on my laptop doing meetings or on my phone. But but with that with that time, with that conscious effort, uh, I, I I was able to like just keep my phone away, keep my laptop away. And then I, I saw like a genuine like shift. I, I go to bed like uh, really quick now and I could even go to bed a lot earlier. So maybe uh, those are some habits that could really like you know just help you sleep better and if you sleep better you, there's there's a lot more recovery i'm really glad to hear that and that it's that it helps you in that way yeah. and, i mean same, same for me you know i think um you know at the end it comes down to obviously like your cutoff time before bed is, is very um it's very important uh there's a lot of research around that um you know there's there's the blue light of course that like <clears throat> basically yeah melatonin release in your body and that's that's what you need to be able to sleep um but also just like the mental load of what we do on screens is so important that it's very hard then to transition to, to sleep and, and we all know how how sleep is um is so important to be uh, to function basically to function exactly. well and also be productive and you know be able to be creative the next day and the next day um that's that's for sure um, yeah, yeah I was able to, to to help in that way, and I mean the, the the same same happens for me. Where you know even if I'm you know deep in that space, like I can't rely on my own willpower to do that thing. Like I need exactly automation, like that literally just does it for me. Um, and you know the iPhone settings are not enough uh, because they're easily by they can easily be bypassed. And so what yeah. is like another layer essentially to do that better. Yep, um, the VPN thing really helps. It, it it almost like puts another layer where it's it's a bit more difficult to to bypass uh, that and maybe like go back to these things because a lot of times with these apps, uh, what's easy to do is you can just re-download a few things or you could just restart start using it again and bypass the app and it almost and it stops working. So I like that. Uh, like that aspect of it. Uh, maybe, so uh, this is the last few questions that we have, and then we'll move on to uh, questions from the people that have joined. So if you do have questions uh, that are rather interesting and that you would like to ask Kenneth, please feel free to put it in the event chat. We'll, we'll, take, uh, we'll take them in about a few minutes. But uh, this is one of the things that we ask everybody that comes on to this, this segment that we have, is really talk about if you had infinite resources uh, and, and the token could really unlock that. But if you hadn't think about like the technological challenges or just uh, in an ideal world, what are some of the things that you'd like to achieve more long-term that almost like a magic wand, if we gave it to you, what are some of the things that you would like to achieve now? Yeah, that's an amazing question. I mean, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is you know, how do we 
Because so you know we talked a little about some of the negative aspects of uh, of screen time and all the things to watch out for, but actually I'm I'm by at heart a real optimist about about technology and about um, its potential to improve the world and improve right. our lives. Um, there's so many amazing things. It's just that you know it's been misused in many ways, and especially the attention economy um, right. has made it um, has made it you know. Into addiction machines and distraction machines, but you know one of the things I would do is um, I would invest in uh, uh, in engineering for 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 Opal um, in particular. What I want to do is I want to be able to create essentially use way so, um, how we use our phones and computers mm-hmm. is in excellent way of understanding how we are like you know literally like the weather for our minds you know are we right are we happy are we productive um do we need sleep all of these things you know can be interpreted from how we use our phones and how we use our computers and um and so you know i would i would i wouldn't i would build out um essentially a a, probably a decentralized team um Maybe you know through a, 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 a DAO, and um, essentially work on like how can we how can we relate um, internet connectivity with um, human emotions like right. you know, on the simple level like if you op- just you know an illustration is like if you open the Slack app you know three times at two p.m. <clears throat> On, on a Tuesday, you know, what does that mean about your state of productivity? You know, if, you, right. um, if you're on TikTok um, at 10 p.m. and you post at 11 p.m. and then, you know, you, um, uh, you start again the next day at 5 a.m., you know, what does that mean about, um, about your, your state, your emotional state? And we can right. literally, you know, we have so much data that, uh, it, it, it's 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 possible to actually deduce these things and create a sort of weather for your mind that mm-hmm. um, can help you as a human like understand how you are and um, and improve um, in a in a really incredible way. So that's that's one thing I would really uh, I would really love to invest in, um, mm-hmm. and, um, and and I think is uh, is definitely achievable. And right now, you know, unfortunately, like the people that are doing this are um, people like, uh, you know, the companies are, they're doing this are, are Facebook, essentially. Um, they're mm-hmm. you know, building psychographic data. So essentially they're doing the same thing, but to be able to serve advertising. And I want to do this and give that back to people so they can actually understand themselves better and improve themselves as, as human beings. I, I love that. I love that because because information synthesis like from a from a if you take one step back one of my areas of research at coinwise is to think about how we can use information now that that so much is available and now that we have the technology to understand it how can we use that that information to understand things that we weren't able to do before and in in this context of health if there was some kind of an app where you could really understand your psychology and and just neuroscience of how your brain reacts to these different circumstances that are like deeply ingrained in your routine i think that could be something that is the ultimate almost like a health chart that people would like to see uh, almost like a dashboard so i really love that um before we move on to questions one last thing kenneth 
uh, what are when are you maybe if you can tell us a little bit about when are you announcing the first challenge or or how can people get their hands on Kenneth and and what are some of the first things that they can do to to get access to Kenneth and how do you plan to kick this off? Awesome, yeah. So the challenge is going to start next week. Um, mm -hmm. I will announce this on the, on Twitter. Awesome. Um, and the other way that you can get involved is you can purchase. Um, some kind of coin, uh, you can you can swap it on Uniswap today. All the instructions are um, on my Coinvice profile or, or on my um, website that's kenneftlanker.com. Um, it's a, a very nominal price right now. You would mostly pay uh, gas fees. And essentially, people who own over a thousand um, Kenneth coin, you know, will will receive by email also the details of the various challenges we're going to run. Um, right. So that's how you can get involved right now and uh yeah awesome uh, i love that kenneth uh i really really appreciate you joining us in this call but more also that um you're using coinwise in such a meaningful way that we didn't anticipate before so just as somebody who uses coinwise and that really helps us i i really appreciate that um so it, it helps us like uh, get closer to what we're trying to achieve so yeah. it's always yeah. great to see yeah no, and I just want to say also thank you so much. I mean, you guys are building an incredible, incredible tool. Like you make it ridiculously easy to create a um, a social token. I've you know, and, 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 and NFTs as well, and to manage basically as a creator, an independent person, um, your you know, um, your own social token. And uh, you know, I've even seen in the last few months because we first started talking a few months ago, and I was supposed to launch this a few months ago, and didn't didn't get around to it. But you know, the progress that you guys have made in the products and in in design, the UI is just phenomenal. And uh, yeah, you're onto doing you know something something really, really great. So you know, thank you for that. Uh, Appreciate it so much. Thank you, brother. Uh, also, congrats on the wedding. I know it was it was a few weeks ago. <laughs> thank you. It's a big milestone. It is. Um, Really, yeah, thank you so much for jumping on. I don't think we have any burning questions. Our community manager, Jian, uh, felt like this conversation was really amazing, as well as uh, a few other people from our team and, and the people that joined. Uh, but it's really exciting to see these incentives play out. Uh, I hope you'll we'll see in the coming weeks uh, people participate. I know I will definitely participate. A few yeah. members from our team will also. Yeah. But yeah, thank you again. No, that's awesome, and let's uh, you know definitely like uh, you know I think people are in our team as well um, and really enjoying uh, what you guys are building, and so yeah, this is great. Thanks so much for everyone for joining, and um, I, please, yeah, if there's any questions uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter. My DMs are open. Awesome, follow Kenneth on Twitter at Kashlenker. Um, uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch. This is obviously an I have like a bias. I, I'm really into health, so I'll keep in touch with you. Uh, but thank you. See you guys. Awesome. Thank you.